0: Yo, what's up? Y'all know what it is. So first of all, let me go ahead and um, just kind of put it out there early that this is a, I don't know, maybe a bonus addition to the Embrace the Process podcast. And the reason this is a bonus, because I want to talk about a very specific topic, um, something that's been bothering me since this weekend. And I feel like not enough people are communicating or talking about the right thing. Um, so this episode is going to be geared towards my athletes in all different sports, um, from my young ones that are that aspire to be professional athletes, um, to my my college athletes that are on that line of transition to where you will be or you will have the opportunity soon to um, become a professional athlete. And most importantly, to my athletes that are already in the league, um, NBA, NFL, whatever sport it may be. Um, so we all understand or we've all seen by now um, Antonio Brown's outburst on the field or whatever you want to call it. Him basically quitting in the middle or at the end of a game and uh, walking off the field. So we've all seen it. Right. Um what really has been bothering me the last 24 to 48 hours has been the fact that everyone, the media, um, all the comedians and, um, you know, and, and, and just the regular sports fans, the people that, you know, are 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 real fans, you know, and, and meaning the word friend, fan as fanatic, you know, the ones that are just extreme and all into their sport, into their team. So what's shocking to me is how everyone is, you know, making their jokes, creating the memes. And I get it, man. You know, I I get that. You know, I'm I'm laughing at jokes with the with the best of them. But at the same time, it's shocking how nobody is taking the time to really talk about the mental the mental health side of not just Antonio Brown, because I don't know his mental health condition. So I'm not uh, making the assumption that he has a mental health issue, Uh, but I am saying it's something that should be evaluated. You know, something that um, the league, I think, should take a lot more responsibility for. You know, the the NFL is a multi-billion dollar sport billion-dollar industry, billion-dollar brand. And it's amazing that athletes like Antonio, because I think we're witnessing um, something that could potentially be a mental health issue. Um, we know his history. We know the last few years uh, and the things that he's been through Um and, and, you know, maybe I haven't read all the articles or done enough research, but to my knowledge, I rarely, if ever, have not seen anything that says that, you know, he's been diagnosed or he has been treated or he has been assessed or evaluated uh, from a medical standpoint to see if there's anything that that um, is, is surfacing that he may not even understand at this time. You know, that's disappointing to me if that has not happened. Uh, We've all heard the stories. We all heard the CTE and the the different concussion issues. We've all heard it. And it's crazy that the NFL's goal is to try to suppress that or try to hush that because they don't want it to tarnish or hurt the brand. And I get that from a business perspective. You don't want anything that's going to damage your brand. But my thing is, why are why are you not as a league investing more into the research and the study and yeah, granted, we try to come up with a new helmet every year. Okay. Got it. But that's not enough. You know, there needs to be some more evaluation processes. Um, it needs to be, you know, these athletes that, you know, play eight, nine, 10, 12 years in the league. Um, you know, they've had head trauma from, you know, early seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. And, and now they've played, Um, For for 15, 20 years of contact sport, and it seems as if nobody wants to address the issue or the potential issue of these athletes, you know, so so that's very disappointing. Uh, I just heard the news of the the, um, former NFL player that that, you know, murdered, um, I think it was multiple people, if I'm not mistaken, and, and ultimately took his own life. And now studies are showing that he had CTE as well. Um, So at what point do we just accept this? Or at what point do we, and I say we, meaning the league, meaning us as fans. um, At what point do we do we say something? Do we voice it or is the entertainment so strong, the entertainment so popular, the Super Bowl so big that we're just going to block out the potential lives that are being damaged and being destroyed? And trust me, I know a lot of football players, so it's not all football players by no means. But there needs to be something in place when when an athlete starts to uh, continuously go in and out of character or do things that are detrimental to their health, to their career. There has to be some process put in place. In order to protect these young people, it has to be so. Um, with that, now I want to, I want to transition to, um, the athletes, you know, that this message now is, is for my athletes direct, <coughs> excuse me, my athletes that aspire to be in, be in the pros. And, and I am speaking about all pro athletes or all pro sports at this point. Yes, we know football is the most brutal of them, um, outside of maybe UFC or something along those lines. Um, combat sports, but football being one of the most consistently brutal sports uh, on the planet. So my athletes, here's what I want you to think about. And you guys know my experience, you know, I've ran phase one sports for almost 20 years. I've worked with hundreds of athletes, uh, elite, high level pro athletes, all different sports. And, and this is it. I've, I've helped hundreds of athletes get to the next level in their sport, uh in turn pro. So I'm a part of it from every perspective. But athletes, here's the message that I want to share. And I try to share this with my athletes that are closest to me. But um this podcast hopefully is going to be able to reach way more people than I could reach inside my box. Your goal as an athlete should be to make it to the pros. We all agree. But what I want you to start thinking about is the reason why making it to the NFL or any other sport for that matter can no longer be about you just making some money and, and, and being able to, you know, um, drive cars, drive fast cars, buy the big house, uh, all the jewelry, um, you know, take care of your boys, your crew, your your day ones, as you want to call it. It's, it can no longer be about that because it's, especially NFL, your life is on the line. So if your life is on the line, then the value in the exchange for what you're getting has to mean more than some cars or house or travel or whatever it is that right now may be motivating you to get to that next level. It has to be more. If that's all it is, you have already failed. It needs to be more. When you get close or you know, when you put in the work and the hours and the effort to become a professional athlete and you reach that goal, your life at that point, at that point has to be about maximizing your career, maximizing, meaning staying healthy, meaning taking care of your body, Mean, meaning, you know, if you are a football player, you should be doing the scans once a year just to see if there's any, anything that, that needs to be addressed It needs to be about the longevity. You you don't need to be in the club. You don't need to be getting drunk. You don't need to be dealing with DUIs and all this crazy stuff that's going on. You need to separate from that and understand that you are in a position that is not only going to change your life, but can potentially change the life of every generation after you. That's a heavy load. And if you're going to carry that heavy load, you cannot allow distraction that can cost you your opportunity and you need to be conscious of what's going on, conscious of your body, conscious of the hits you're taking. If you're in the NFL conscious of, 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 of just, you know, being a complete athlete conscious financially, which is a whole nother conversation. And I'm not even going to go deep in, but conscious financially. But aside from that, You need to understand that it's a lot bigger than just being a celebrity athlete. It's a lot bigger than just, you know, going back to your hood. and Everybody know like, oh, he played for so-and-so. That's not it. That's not enough. It's other ways to get the car and get the house. It's other ways to do that. But if you're going to be a professional athlete, primarily in the NFL, you need to from day one secure you. Your children and the next generation secure their financial future. Secure it. From day one, that should be your goal. No longer can we, as people see, athletes go to the NFL, play three, four, five seasons, and then walk away broke. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. So in order to prevent that, we have to go to the next level mentally. We have to maximize our career physically. We have to learn how to manage our money. And when I say we have to learn how to manage our money, that's exactly what I mean. Meaning do not just hire a financial advisor and give them the access to your account and then never even oversee or even look into what they're actually doing. Because that same person could be stealing half of your money and you don't even know what's going on because you're too busy out driving your fast cars and drinking and kicking it and doing all that where you don't even understand what's going on with your own money. Be conscious. Wake up. We have to. And the last part that I'm going to share, the last part, which is probably the part that's going to get me in trouble, but it's all good. At this stage, it is what it is you know like I know that the league is using you to get what they need or get what they want out of you physically and then they're going to throw you away. If you're lucky, you'll go out on a high note and you'll get a Hall of Fame bid and you'll get some cool stuff and people will talk about how great you are if you're lucky. But for the rest of you, for the rest I guarantee you 72 months after your last game, your phone won't be ringing. Nobody's going to be calling. Nobody's going to be bringing you in to sign autographs for most of you. It's not going to be there. So we got, we have to understand that the league is using you, using your physicality, using your natural gifts and your work ethic and your training it's using you to put a product on the field that generates billions of dollars in revenue and entertainment, we'll call it. That's what it's that's what it is. And that's not just football. That's every sport. At the end of the day, the the the, the groups and the people and the individuals that own the actual teams, the billionaire owners. Are literally you are a commodity you are on the field to produce a result that gives them wins generates revenue puts people in the seats sells jerseys sells everything that is what your job is so if we know it and you know it and they know it and everybody else knows it we can't be happy With a couple million dollars in a multi-billion dollar industry. That's the problem. We look at 1.5, 2.3, 3.5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 million dollar contracts. And we like, man, that's crazy. That's a big contract. But at the end of the day, the person that owns that team is making a billion dollars. And giving you merely a percent, if that. So we have to be conscious of that. And I'm not telling you don't go to the league. What I'm telling you is take that one point five, take that three million, take that 10 million and turn that into generational wealth. So when you walk away from your sport and everybody says, what are you going to do now? You can say, "Hey, I don't have to do anything because I've already secured the future for myself and my next generation. So I don't have to do anything. Whatever I do from this point is because I want to. That's how you got to walk away from the game. And I don't care if you only played three years. If you talk to any entrepreneur, any business owner that's out there in the quote unquote real world, building a business, employees, staff, whatever they got going. If you talk to them and you say, hey, do you make $3 million a year? Have you made $3 million for the last three years consecutively? 95% are going to tell you no. So how is it that entrepreneurs can have more money in savings, more investing, uh, excuse me, more investments, more real estate, more stock than most of the professional football players in the league that retire with nothing. That does not make sense. So I don't care how long your career is. You need to look at that as an opportunity to turn that into generational wealth to take care of you and your family. Well, after you take your helmet off, that would be considered to me, that's the hall of fame. Everybody want the jacket. I get it. But in reality, the Hall of Fame is when you put that financial jacket on and you a multimillionaire for the rest of your life. That's the Hall of Fame. When you take two years, three years, five years, seven years, eight years in the league and you turn it into multimillion dollar businesses. multi million dollars worth of, of real estate. These are the ones that are going to outlast your career. And when it's all said and done and nobody remembers who you are or who you played for, would they remember you as a successful person that's taking care of their family or a dude that blew it? That's what you got to ask yourself. So like I said, I'm putting this episode out. I'm putting it out early. I'm putting it out tomorrow because it needs to be listened to. So at the end of the day, I know my audience is a mixture of of athletes and, and uh, entrepreneurs. But what I beg, what I ask of you when you listen to this episode, not even that long. I'm wrapping it up right now. When you listen to this episode, can you please. Please share it with every single athlete that, you know, I don't care if they're 13 years old, share it with them. College, if they're already a pro athlete they going to try to share it. People need to hear this. They need to understand the opportunity they have, but also understand that we want to take advantage of the opportunity and not just let them take advantage of us. That's the goal. Please share it. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Once again, it's Mike Waters, Phase One Sports. And this is Embrace the Process, because that's what we got to do through it all. Embrace the process. I'll see you all on the next one.